Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay. Built in Atlanta, OnPay is the top-rated payroll and HR software anywhere. Get one month free at OnPay.com. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. But before we get started, it's important to recognize our sponsor, OnPay. Without them, we could not be sharing these important stories. Today on Atlanta Business Radio, we have Blake Canterbury with Purposity. Welcome, Blake. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us about Purposity. How are you serving folks? Yeah, so um, we say that Purposity is the easiest way to help other people. Um, we, we have an app essentially that you can download and it would, it'll pull your location. And in real time, you can see the needs of people around you. It may be a single mom who needs diapers for her newborn baby, or it may be a kid who walked into a classroom with holes in their shoes. And our belief is simply that you would help your neighbor buy that kid a pair of shoes. If you only knew they needed it, you just don't know they need it. Um, and kind of from a macro level, we just looked at the space of generosity and said, wow, the whole world is evolving. Um, everything's getting techn- technologically advanced, but the social good space really isn't. Like where most of giving is reduced to uh, texting $10 to a disaster or volunteering. And we just said, what if we could marry great location-based technology, um, add some social components like a Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, make it fun and build a lifestyle brand for generosity. It might be attractive for individuals, but it'd be really attractive for brands as well. And then, uh, so that's how the idea was born. It was kind of marrying technology with human to human connections locally. Yeah. So it's just a, a little of the backstory. So I was working at a creative agency building mobile apps and national TV ads for brands and a homeless liaison at a school district, which I, I didn't even know what that was at the time, sent me an email and said, Blake, kids are walking into classrooms with holes in their shoes and they're going home hungry. Like, is there a tech solution that could be put around this? And called some friends. We moodlined, gave the school a basic technology and walked away. And three months later, they came back and said, you fundamentally solved this issue for us. Every school district, every nonprofit in the country are facing this. Um, and while we didn't think we solved the whole issue, we knew we found a felt need. But the light bulbs went off as we started talking to individuals and they were saying, look, I want to do good in the world. I just don't know where to start. And then we started talking to brands and they said, look, ESG is a big issue, but there's not a lot of real tangible metrics to be put around the S and ESG reporting and employee engagement programs. And we just saw a real opportunity in the market um, and really to do good at the same time and said, let's let's just build an authentic brand for good. And so essentially three months before I got married, I quit my job and uh, we went full into this. Now, your background was not in tech. It was more in the creative side or was it the creative side of tech? Uh, It was a little of both. So I I danced in everything kind of from full on marketing campaigns to designing digital experiences and and a little more color to it. Specifically, when the earthquake hit in Haiti back in 2010, um, I was a creative director at a small shop, but I quit my job, hopped on a plane to run social media for a, a disaster relief organization. I just felt compelled to do it. And we launched a campaign that connected 
United Nations, Doctors Without Borders, Samaritan's Purse to ate about 100,000 people in two weeks. And that was just a pivotal moment in my life. And so the last 10 years, I've really been dedicated to leveraging technology for good in some capacity. Now, when you take on a project like this and um, maybe a person wants to help local and wants to help in their neighborhood and that feels good, it feels right. And like you said, they don't have kind of a means to do it. I know locally here in my neighborhood, we've had opportunities where somebody in the neighborhood will say something like you said, hey, there's a school here that, you know, they don't have the lunches. So anybody who can donate this or that, uh, please go here and do that. How do you kind of vet to make sure that it's a real need for a real person? And um, how does the person feel confident that what they're going to give, no matter what it is, is going to a real person with a real need? Yeah, good question. Um, and so that was part of our, our ethos for building this was let's build this on trust and transparency. Um, so every need in the system is submitted by a registered 501c3 or local school district. So individuals don't come to us and solicit needs. They're all inside of a system that's going to help move them from poverty to sustainability or that has wraparound services so that you know you're not enabling the person that's being requested. Um, from the user side, so that's one way you know the trust. The other side is what's happening is uh, the users actually can click into a need. Um, say you see a need for a pair of shoes. You can click into it. You can see the school or nonprofit that vetted it. You can see how much the item costs ahead of time of what they need. Um, and then a story written firsthand by somebody working with them of why they need it. And if you want to help, you hit one button. If you have um, you know, anything from Uber to Lyft to Airbnb, it's the same payment processor. So you don't even have to enter your credit card to do this. Um, or you can enter it once. It's a one-click purchase and the item's on their doorstep in 24 to 48 hours. And then my favorite part of the whole process is when the pair of shoes is say it's being delivered. You get a notification in real time, letting you know the pair of shoes you purchase is being delivered. And that alone in, in the, the philanthropy space is just a game changer. But that's worst case scenario. Best case scenario, they have the ability to send you a photo back and or a thank you note. And when you get either the notification in real time or, you know, the photo, it's the moment that you understand that doing good for people is a, just a better way to live. You get the dopamine hit for good. Um, you, you, you could be on a radio interview. You could be in another Zoom call and you get this notification and it'll say, you know, right about now, Lee, the, the pair of shoes that you purchase is being delivered. We just want to say thanks. You want to tell whoever it is you're in communication with what you got to hear about what just happened. Like this is, this isn't what happens every day. Like I just literally made this kid's day right now. And that was so easy. I got to do it again. And so that's kind of how propositi spread to this point. And then um, when you were testing this out, um, how kind of, did you know that you were onto something? Like what were some of the clues that, Hey, this is something that's got legs. Yes, I, I think the biggest indicator to this day has still been that Perposity's done no marketing. So it's all been word of mouth. So from organization to organization and from user signups, it's all been word of mouth. Um, we will invest in marketing in the new, near future, but it's been a really beautiful organic spread. And the consistent comment of somebody that's downloaded the app is, is two things. One is that was the easiest experience I've ever had of a checkout process on the web. Um, and the other is, I can't believe this doesn't exist. 
of like, how could we not, like, how could we live in a world where we can do a doctor's appointment from our cell phone, but we don't know if somebody two streets from us has food to eat or clothes to wear. And so I think the combination of those two things that it's easy and that people believe it should have existed is just a real validation that, that we're onto something. So now what do you need more of at this stage? Do you need more users that are on the app that are donating or do you need more organizations with more? I would imagine the need is almost kind of uh, infinite. Yeah, well, that's the thing. We, we When you're building a, a platform, you've got to build both sides of the ecosystem. But users are really, really the key. We, we know that there's no end to the amount of needs in the world. So we think it's it's an easier case to, to knock on nonprofit stores or school district stores and say, hey, we've got hundreds of thousands of people in your community signed up. Would you be willing to submit us needs for free? Uh, it's a pretty easy case. So we're just trying to attract attract individuals. But we're seeing a lot of traction. And I know this is a, a business radio show, so I don't, I don't want to leave that side out. We definitely have something for companies here um, that we can get to. But uh, but that's really the side. How do we mobilize individuals? And then um, you have a way to mobilize employees at companies, right? There's a, there's a solution for them as well. Yeah, a- absolutely. And so kind of behind the scenes, on the, on building the trust and transparency side of it. So we, we put together some of Atlanta's business legends, um, really to give strong governance to this. So, so from Frank Blake, uh, former CEO of Home Depot to chairman of Delta airlines, uh, Pete Carell, who was CEO of Georgia Pacific for years to Duria Faruqi, who is COO of the city of Atlanta and now on the, the new, the board of the New York stock exchange and IHG, to Devin Weejay Singer, who's, um, you know, sold multiple tech companies in the city of Atlanta. So really strong governance for the business community and said, look, there's a real opportunity to mobilize employees. Um, and really what we've seen from that is, is ESG is, is a really hot button topic for companies. They also have brand awareness for good, which is really hard to do to showcase that you're doing good in local communities. Um, and then local community impact, just one-to-one. It's, it's kind of easy to write a check and walk away, but how do you make a difference in individuals' lives? And so we really bring that to the table for companies. Um, and maybe just diving into the ESG side real quick, um, most companies are, are having to report on ESG, um, but the S isn't very tangible right now. It's a little gray in how companies are reporting on it. So we want to help companies put tangible numbers to this. Um, one example is we work with Georgia Power and Paul Bowers there has just been an, an incredible human being to work with and great CEO. Um, but Georgia Power, after last year, 2020, in a, in a down year, in a really hard year for giving, they are able now to report that that Georgia Power had over 2 million brand impressions for good. They saved school districts and nonprofits only in the state of Georgia over $500,000 in salaries. They helped over 10,000 students living in poverty, had over 400 employees engaged across 61 school districts and nonprofits. And so what's a very vague space of reporting, and, and you're seeing everything from investors to stock investors deciding who they're going to invest in and who's doing well in ESG. We really help companies put some tangible metrics to that. Wow. That's really amazing story and an amazing success story about how uh, you can work together, private and public sector, everybody working together with a common goal of really making an impact. 
uh, that it must be such rewarding work. Yeah, you know, it gets us out of bed every day. And, and I think that the word of mouth from individuals is beautiful. But when you see groups of people coming together um, organically, you know, each user is able to track the good that they're doing in the world so they can see their impact add up. And organically, people said, let us come together. And there's a lot of use cases. So we're seeing, you know, husband and wife podcasters. We're seeing places of worship. Um, we're seeing um, a country music band on Sony Music has started leveraging this and they're exploring what does this look like to incentivize people to do good. So when they go back out on tour, they're going to offer this is the way to earn meet and greets and backstage passes um, all the way to employees coming together and saying, look, let's do good together. Let's pick our own causes. And that can be reported back to the company in a way that we actually want to get engaged in the community. So, so now it's, it's been a lot of fun. So now is that where you're spending some of your time is on kind of coming up with creative ways for people who are maybe their influence groups or are part of groups so they can leverage the platform to kind of, like you said, gamify maybe, or to create other types of engagement uh, through your platform, but for them to help you uh, get the word out. That's exactly right. So all social platforms look like they're just about posting good pictures, but they're really giving people platforms. Um, and so if you can build an audience, mobilize an, an audience, and most of the time, it's just how do you monetize it? Well, we're a lot of technology is really exploitive, exploitive right now. And we're seeing how do we build redemptive technology? So we want to give the same platform the ability to mobilize your audience for good. And whether that's consumers, maybe that's employees, maybe that's partners um, to mobilize them together, build a platform, build massive awareness of what you're doing in the world and allow them to engage together in an authentic way. It's, it's really kind of what, what the world <laughs> needs right now in the midst of a pandemic and everything else that's happening, but it's timeless at the same time. So, so the, big, the bigger platform we're able to give them, uh, the more value it drives to them. So now you mentioned some of the ways an organization can kind of leverage purposity, but just walk me through, uh, like say somebody's out there, they have a business, or maybe like you said, they were podcasters, they were just doing some work in their local community, but they want to have this kind of social good element to it. And they want to leverage purposity as a way for them to execute that on a local level. What does that initial conversation look like? What is some of the kind of low hanging fruit that can be done in order for them locally to kind of be your boots on the ground in a given market? Yeah, absolutely. So there's there's two primary ways. And if they sh just shoot an email to hello at perposity.com, um, that'll that'll get them to the right people. And they'll have a couple conversations just really quickly. One, we kind of have sponsorship to where they can put their names on needs, get brand impressions. And that's how we give it away for schools and nonprofits. And they can help grow their footprint in any uh, state or need or cause vertical that there is. The other way is we could stand up a team page for them. And this is a way that they can choose either what organizations needs are on. They can digitize traditional drives, say they do maybe back to school book bag drives or they do holiday drives around Christmas time or back to school. They're able to digitize some of these events and track them in real time. We can really simply stand up a page for them, give them everything they need, copy and paste emails, social templates to invite their uh, either customers, partners, employees to that page. 
and then they can change campaigns anytime they want, but it's really a simple process. One phone call, we can walk them through the process and then we can launch as fast as they want to launch. But that email is just hello at propositycom And then is this something that they have to have a million followers or is it, can it be uh, organizations of any size? No, organizations of any size. Um, the big ones have a better ability to mobilize people, but that's not really what it's all about. Any, any size company may say, look, we only have 10 people, um, but we want to do good together. And we're just as happy to, to walk through a door with 10 people as a company that has 500,000 employees. Good stuff. Well, um, you mentioned the group involved in Atlanta. Is that part of the Atlanta campaign or is the Atlanta campaign something different than that? Yeah. So the Atlanta campaign um, is is really a campaign where we're stepping out and saying, look, we want to specifically help 50,000 kids living in poverty in the metro Atlanta area. Um, given everything going on in the world from from equity and inclusion to um, just the pandemic and what's happening in, in education, uh, kids are being deemed lost kids that don't have access to Internet and they don't know they're in the same homes or not. There's, it's just a, a, a sticky situation. So we're going to identify 50,000 kids in the city of Atlanta and what do they need, whether it's access to internet, whether it's food, whether it's clothes, basic essentials of life. And we want to help 50,000 of them. So we're offering individuals and brands to join us in that campaign. So again, hello at Proposity. If you have any interest in that at any level, we'd love to talk to you and share more about what that campaign is and how you can join us in that. And then for folks that just uh, want to get involved as individuals, what's the website for them to go and check out uh, Proposity in order to see if it's a right fit for them and their giving needs? Yeah, so uh, Proposity.com. So it's purpose and generosity married together. You spell it P-U-R-P-O-S-I-T-Y. And if you Google that, you can find the website, you can find the mobile app for it, um, and you can engage on either platform. Well, Blake, congratulations on all the success. Uh, You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Yeah, thanks so much for telling our story. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Atlanta Business Radio. Today's episode of Atlanta Business Radio is brought to you by OnPay, Atlanta's new standard in payroll. To learn more and get your first month free, go to onpay.com.